absolutely heart-wrenching to hear, wasn't it? When I heard it, I was... Mm -hmm. Ding, 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 something was wrong. Because I knew the characters, I knew the bathroom, I knew the household. Now this next 911 you're going to hear is Sharon. Five foot, three or four, 120, 50, somewhere, you know, a dependent addict. Making the 911 call for a man that by this time probably weighs 400 pounds. Now I want you to listen really hard because Sharon gave away, if you remember, in the first 911 call, Brittany was gone. Brittany, come back. They knew she was gone. You know when somebody's gone. If you can't feel the slightest bit of breath, you don't have to hear it. You can feel it. Now listen to this one. Simon's propped up in a bed. 400 pounds. Now, does this sound like somebody that just stumbled across somebody? Or does it sound like somebody was waiting to work up the right method, acting ability? Apple doesn't far fall from the tree. And I'm telling you, Sharon was one hell of an actor. Brittany got it from somewhere. She had me fooled for a while until I watched her dart up a dozen steps to make it to the pharmacy before it closed because our little package from Lola didn't show up that Friday. I know. Listen, listen. Does he sound dead? Does she sound like she could even begin to do compression? Do you hear her and the demanding shrilling? Yeah. The two fates of Sharon Murphy, the party girl who married a good family man and created a talent and passed along a dependency. Get ready. This one is uh, something else. You make a decision. I'll be back to talk. The Butler Show, The Tragic Death. A Brittany Murphy. Eh. Simon had to go. Who's holding the money? Hey, Sharon. Nobody's seen her since. Has to be past 2 I Maybe 2.13. That's it. Nobody's seen her since 2.13. Get ready. The 911 call. Simon Monjack. And that one more thing. Listen to the 911 operator. Well, ma'am, if you can't open his mouth, it's either been dead long enough for rigor mortis to set in or he's having a seizure or he's holding it on purpose. It's a house. Okay. It's in the cul-de-sac of the Sunset Plaza. Please get okay. here to be Ma'am, what's the yes. number you're calling me from? From the house. What's the phone number?
42-year-old man. Yes. And is he awake or not awake? He's, 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 he was just breathing, and now he's he awake stopped or breathing. not awake? He's sleeping. And he is not breathing, you said? Yes. Not breathing at all? Yes. I have sent the help out there on the way while we're talking. Did you please? listen to Ma'am, help me out here. And right, I, hurry and I am, up, please. Ma'am, I need you to take a breath. I know. Stop it. I'm the only one here. Then stop talking and start listening so I can use you to help me. Okay. Right, I'm listening. I what have to happened? put you on speaker. Put it on speaker. Hello. Uh, what? Did you put? Did you see what happened or not? He had fluid in his mouth. He, is he choking on anything? Gurgling, and he was, uh, and he snores. Okay, ma'am. And then he stopped breathing. All right. Is there a defibrillator available? No. Okay. Let's move on. I am going to, going to walk you through some steps here. Get right by him now. Are you right by him now? Yes. Uh, lay him flat on his back on the ground, no pillows. I can't get on the ground, he's gigantic. He's gigantic? Yes. Is he in a chair of any kind? What? What kind of a chair is he in? He's in a bed, he was laying down. Alright, is he flat on his back? What? Is he on his back? Yes, yes. Take the pillow out from under his head. Look in his mouth. Is there anything in the mouth? I don't think so. I've been putting black sauce between his mouth out and stuff is coming out, but there's some stuff. All right. Okay, are you looking in the mouth now? Kind of open. I'm sorry, yes or no? It's closed. Op open his mouth. Is he, is he having a convulsion? Um, I don't think so, but maybe. Okay, here's here's what I'm thinking. If, if he's got his mouth closed and you can't open it, He's either got rigor mortis from being down for several hours, or he's having a seizure, or he's holding it closed on his own. Still warm. So open the mouth. Put your fingers between the teeth and pull the mouth open a little bit and look in. Is there anything in the mouth? Ah. Is he holding it closed? I don't know. I could only get it open like half an inch. All right, what you can see, is there anything in the mouth? Hold on, let me get a flashlight. Can you turn the light on in the room? Sorry. Are you the only one there? Yes, I am. All right. No, I can't find anything in his mouth. All right, that's good. Now, I want you to place your hand on his forehead, your other hand under his neck, then tilt the head back. Then put your ear. Okay. Put your ear next to his mouth. Can you feel or hear any breathing? Ma'am? No. No breathing at all? No. All right. Now, he, he, what is he, 200, 400? How many pounds would you guess? What? How big a man is he? Oh, he's, I don't know, but he's weight. Okay, you cannot physically get him off of the bed. Oh. Okay, then. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you how to do compressions. He could be breathing a little bit. Well, well, do you hear or feel any breathing? He could be shallowly. Okay, could be is, is, is something I don't understand because you're the one with your ear next to his mouth. Do, why are you taking so long? What do, do I do? Do you feel any breathing on your ear? 
Do you feel or hear any breathing? I heard what you said. I heard what you said. It's a high bed. I can't get in position. Climb on, on the bed. You're going to need to be up there in a minute anyway. Get up on the bed. Are you crazy? Of course I'm up on the bed. Okay. So can you put your ear next to his mouth now that you're up on the bed? And tell me, is he breathing or not? Put your ear right next to his mouth. I can hear well. I can tell you. I can hear well, so please come up with plan B, okay? I don't know that you can't hear well, ma'am. Now I understand that, but the help is on the way. That's number one. Number two, we're going to do compressions. We're going to do compressions now. So listen carefully, and I'll tell you how to do chest compressions. Place the heel of your hand on the breastbone in the center of his chest, right between the nipples. Put your other hand on top of that hand. Now you're going to push down firmly two inches. That's a long way. Two inches with only the heel of your lower hand touching the chest. Now listen carefully. Pump the chest hard and fast at least twice per second. One and two and. Okay? We're going to do this 600 times or until help can take over. Let the chest come all the way up between pumps. Count out loud so I can count with you. Count out loud. Right. Pardon? Good. That's that's a good pace. Keep going. Two inches deep. Let it rise up. Alright, keep going and I'll tell you when we reach the, the time for 600 compression. body weight so it doesn't tire you out as fast. <laughs> They're driving red lights and siren, dear. They're going red lights and siren. It's as fast as that gets. And we'll give them to you as fast as we can. Two inches. 
two inches deep. Keep compressing. Two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. Keep going. We're almost halfway. The fireman will be there soon. Keep going. All right, we're halfway there. Three hundred. Keep doing the compression. The firemen are less than a minute away, they said. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Pardon me. The fire engine's pulling up. Is your, is your, ma'am, is your door unlocked? No. All right, keep doing the compressions until you hear the doorbell. All right, keep doing them. Keep trying. You're you're doing good. Keep trying. All right. Don't answer the phone. It's the door. Oh, it is. All right. Go down. Get the door open quickly. Come right back. Hurry back. Hello. I guess I got put on call waiting or something. Tell me it didn't record it. There we go. 